You came to the right place, baby. Welcome to the podcast where three girlfriends from the East Coast align each week to chat about all things mental health and wellness from crystals to cocktails. Laugh and heal with us as we navigate balance, confidence, and learning to love each and every inch of ourselves every day. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Crystals to Cocktails. Where in the world is Haley Christian? She's, she's in a new state every time we record. <laughs> I'm in Pensacola, Florida, actually. Just got here one second ago. One second ago. Really happy to be here. <laughs> and that is commitment to the podcast right there. Immediately sure. gets, gets in and starts recording. Love to yep. see it, Haley. Thanks for being here with us today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Rolled out of the truck and into the podcast. (laughs) Um, So this actually came up, if you listened to our last episode, which if you haven't, please definitely take a beat, listen to that, because today's topic is going to kind of build on something that came up for us last week when we were talking about um, actually Haley and her husband's new job and new company business that they've created and how. I commended them for always being okay with like taking a U-turn in life. And if you have taken a U-turn in life, you probably know right off the bat kind of what I'm referring to. We'll dig a little bit deeper. But for anyone who's like, what do you mean U-turn? It means abandoning, leaving whatever life path you're on for something that feels like it's going to serve you just a little bit more. And doing it fearlessly. So that's today's topic. And I'm really excited to kind of dig in a little bit deeper to, you know, ways that we've done that. And also how you can recognize if that's going to be the right move for you, how to gain that courage, how to be a little brave and get out of that comfort zone to really just feel like you're living your best life. I've definitely done that. And I've seen Patrick, my husband, do it a couple times and I encourage it always. So the first time I did that, made a U-turn, it was huge, huge. How big? (laughs) I was, um, for a long time, a waitress, and then I moved up to bartending. And I was a bartender, like, for 10 years, basically. And it was so cool at first, you know, you get to, like, basically be drunk on the job, even though you're not supposed to, but you can. And just hang out with your friends, and it's just, like... It's fun. And then, you know, years and years pass by and it kind of gets old. Like you don't want to go to bed at four or 5 a.m. And you want to be able to, you know, make your own schedule and all that. That was just me at least. So finally, I decided to make a U-turn. And I shouldn't say, I mean, it is a U-turn, but I just kind of felt the pressure, honestly, from everybody around me to get like a real big girl job. Everybody was like, when are you going to get your big girl job? And it just the pressure hit me hard. And so I finally, after years of being a bartender, looked into something that excite, excited me because everything was so boring to me. I, went, I tried to go to college, honestly, and all the classes I took, I tried to do all different kinds. Nothing was exciting enough for me to spend my own money and time there. So I ended up leaving, staying with bartending. But I finally figured out that like I love making people feel good about themselves and confident. So I enrolled in hairdress cosmetology school. I was, I have three sisters, you know, I knew I was going to be, I was going to enjoy it. Cause like I said, I love making people feel happy and confident and I was really good at it. 
I actually graduated first in my class. I got into the best salon in my town. And it's so crazy to say, but literally my first day in the salon, I knew it wasn't for me. And it was like the saddest day ever because everybody was so proud of me. I was proud of me, you know? I spent my own time and money into that. Like I put all of my time and money into that. Nobody helped me with that. So the day I started, I was just like, you know, when you just know, I just knew. And I was like, oh my God, what? And so I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm just being a baby because I'm brand new. You know, I'm brand new. This is scary. Let's just, you know, keep trucking along. And I did. And every day that I, I did, I got more and more depressed and anxious and just sad and like lost. And I felt like I was lying to the world because, sorry, my dogs are right next to me. But I just felt like I was lying to the world because I was pretending like, you know, I was happy in this new job. Come visit me, come into my chair, let me do your hair. When I knew for damn, like, I knew this wasn't for me forever. And I knew that it wasn't for me forever when I didn't want to build my clientele. Like, I know that I can make shit happen. I just didn't want to. And I was like, okay, cool. So I can't continue on with this path because, you know, being a brand new hairdresser, you don't make a lot of money. You're a brand new like business owner. That's just how it works. So I had to be a full-time hairdresser and full-time bartender working like almost 20 hours a day. And then I found the coaching opportunity. It's a network marketing company. I didn't know shit about it, but all I knew was that, you know, the products, the programs, the workout programs, they made me feel good. The people in the business made me feel good. Helping people in that type of way made me feel good. So I... I followed my heart. I had to. I know I'm like talking for a minute here, but this is like so important because every day that I didn't follow my heart, I swear to you, I got more and more sick. Like I had terrible headaches. My anxiety got worse. I got like legit anxiety attacks while I was working, like couldn't see, couldn't feel. And the day I was like, you know what? I need to do what's right for me. And I knew what it was. I knew it was coaching, even though everybody was like, what the fuck are you doing? You just paid all this money and spent all this time with this new career. You're nuts. And I'm like, I know, but like, I know that if I carry on this way, I will get sick. Like I will get, I will continue to get more and more sick and I can't live this lie anymore. So it took a little bit, a couple months of like, leading up to me quitting these jobs, hairdressing and bartending. And it was definitely the hardest decision of my life, but I swear that day that I quit, it wasn't easy. Like I said, I was crying that whole day. My headaches went away. My anxiety, I mean, I'll probably always have a little bit, but like was gone. And I just was happy and light and felt so free. It was the best decision I ever made. I love that your end goal didn't change, but you had to change your approach to get there and make it feel authentic to you. Like your goal, when you like dug deep and realized like, okay, what, 
what is my passion? What makes me happy? You know, what's like, when are you in your Dharma, right? That's when your passion and your purpose kind of blend together. (laughs) You know, but like, when does that happen for you? And you were like, okay, maybe it's hairdressing. And you know what? That has a really clear path too. You know, You, you go to school you graduate, you have your, you know, license, you find a salon. It's really mapped and planned out, but you, you know, kind of after doing that, I mean, you, you gave it a try and it just, you know, that what, that was a way you could reach your goal, but it wasn't the way that like felt right to you. So lots of credit there. And remember a previous episode when we talked about how stress really does show up physically and affects your physical and mental health, obviously, like there's just a very clear example of exactly how that happens. And once you started to, like you said, follow your heart, those things started to dissipate. And I think that that's something that a lot of people don't really realize or recognize. And when that starts to happen, they just blame it on so many other things instead of realizing like, okay, maybe it's my entire unhappiness that is causing this. But also piggybacking off of what Haley said, a time in my life where I, (laughs) this is kind of going way back, but uh, where I had to make a complete U-turn was when I found out I was pregnant at 18. So I had plans to, and and I've had several U-turns just like Haley, but I had plans to go to hairdressing school. And I was like, I was kind of between hairdressing school or uh, makeup And then I had planned a trip to Florida because there was a special effects makeup school out there that I really wanted to look into. So I planned the trip literally after maybe two weeks, a month after I planned the trip, I hadn't gone yet. I found out I was pregnant and I was like, cool. (laughs) Now what? So on that trip, I knew that I was going to have my son so I didn't end up even going to look at the school because in my mind I was like I'm not gonna hype myself up to not be able to do this so I ended up becoming a mom instead and that was just so wild because at that age I felt like wow like what am I gonna do with my life I ended up starting to work for my parents company as like an office admin and that was like definitely not something that I saw myself continuing to do for the rest of my life in any way, shape, or form. That was a stepping stone. Sorry, I just wanted to know, how old were you? When I had Cohen? Like when you were pregnant, yeah. I was 18 when I got pregnant. I was 19 when I had him. I was a little baby. Babies having babies. But obviously it was completely unexpected. So after I was started working for my parents as an office admin, I did that for several years. I mean, I had some jobs in between. We won't even like get into those because it doesn't matter. But I worked for my parents' company, which was in the their home office in the basement of their home. So I was literally working in a basement with like no windows. Just like I was like, what the fuck, man? Like I but I had at that point I wasn't dreaming. I didn't know what the future held for me in any way, shape, or form. I didn't feel like I could dream. I was just kind of like, well, this is, this is it. Like, where do I go from here? No one knows. (laughs) But then I came across the coaching opportunity and you guys, this is like, this episode is not by any means any 
any sort of promotion for coaching. This just happens to be um, the turns that our lives took. But I came across the opportunity and I was like, not anything that I ever in a million years thought that I would do. I would look at those like Instagram fitness models and just the people that were like so motivational. And I had a gym membership for two years and maybe went three times. So when I saw the opportunity, I was like, huh, that's nice for her and just kind of kept scrolling. But something brought me back to that post because I was like, damn, if this person can do it, why can't I? And that was like another complete U-turn. I had no idea that that was something that I would ever be doing. And obviously it's changed my life and so many others in such a positive way. And there was no, you know, sometimes things just like have a funny way of working out. I mean, if you didn't join, then like we all wouldn't know each other, basically. I'm same thing with you, Lindsay. It's crazy. I know it really is. Tell me about your U-turns. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of funny because I feel like a lot of our U-turns, and maybe this is just becoming an adult, but, you know, have to do with professions and our jobs and our career path. I think that that sometimes when you're talking about your, how you make a living, sometimes I feel like that just adds that increased level of stress because we all need a little bit of cash to survive. So this is like, you know, survival. So that's why I think like these U-turns probably impact us the most because we feel like they're riskier. Um, So my U-turn happened, just to actually give a little backstory, I, ever since I realized that the fashion industry was a job, when I was like eight or nine years old, I knew I wanted to work in the fashion industry. I learned that you could be a buyer, which in my child's mind was like, oh my gosh, I can go shopping for a living. So I was like, I'm here for that. That is going to be my career. I knew in high school exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to work in the fashion world. And had always thought maybe a fashion magazine, but then as reality sunk in, I realized, you know, that's not really too accessible, especially if I want to stay in New England. I shifted uh, to hoping to work in marketing or social media as social, social media was really like booming at the time. This was 2014. And I uh, decided that I wanted to work for a retail company in their marketing department. And I, you know, got my start working at a bunch of different corporate retailers in Massachusetts. There is a ton and got my start there and was working my way up uh, a a little bit of a different career path. Marketing was my passion, but then, you know, merchandising just kind of became the path that I was on and I was doing really well. I was good at my job and definitely, you know, there was a clear future there. And then I went through a breakup, which prompted me to kind of do a a lot of reflecting on where I was living because my heart was in New Hampshire. It's where I'm from. And I was living in Boston and I'm not a city girl. (laughs) Fun, like plot twist. Found that out the hard way after living in the city and not a city girl really missed home, missed the fresh air, missed space. And I had to kind of come to terms with the fact that if I want to move home, that really does mean putting that career path on the back burner. And it was really hard for me to do that. And I'll tell you why it was hard, but also why it shouldn't have been. It was hard for me because I invested four years of college, 
lots of student loans, everything. Post-college years, all my internships were in this field and everything I had been doing was leading up to this point. Like I had my dream job, like what I had always wanted for myself since I was little. So right, it's like check mark. Just now we're on that path and we're going to keep growing, evolving, whatever. But it shouldn't have been a hard decision for me because so much was out of alignment in what I was doing. There were office politics, which I do not play into well because it requires you to be a little bit inauthentic quite often. And I had a really difficult time with that and didn't understand why sometimes it's not the best person for the job that gets it, but it's the one that everyone likes a little bit more, you know, who's easy to get along with. And it was just all a little... Mm, not my vibe. And on top of that, I would drive to work every day with massive anxiety. And that is my body's way of telling me this is your life is out of alignment right now. And I would have massive anxiety because I knew I would be showing up at 8.30. Maybe I would be leaving at 6. Maybe I'd be leaving at 7. Maybe I'd be going home at 7.30, 7.45 at night the expectation for work-life balance was really non-existent. And I genuinely enjoyed most of working for these companies and it wasn't the company themselves. It was really just the fact that like that the job and the demands of that job were not what was fitting into my life anymore. I had created this vision of myself for myself when I was really young and then you become an adult and you find out actually what works for you. And sometimes you have to look around and say, wow, like if if I look at the person who has the job two steps ahead of me, is that what I want for myself? Is that the life I want for myself? And I had to look at that and say, absolutely not. (laughs) And because of that, I decided in a two week span of my life, I'm making a huge U-turn. I am moving home. I'm ending a toxic relationship and I am unemployed (laughs) because I quit my job. (laughs) And it was honestly, the most freeing thing I've ever done. I just kind of felt like I woke up one day and realized that my life is mine to live and I am the creator of my life. And if I don't give myself permission to ever change my course or change my path, I'll be living so small. Like I honestly saw it as an adventure, as an opportunity, and I knew I had a safety net. You know, I had people supporting me. I had people around me. I had my team, you know, family, friends behind me. So I wasn't ever alone, which was super helpful. But at the same time, like I definitely took a big chance on myself. And that is when I, you know, I had already found coaching at that time, but I was able to really, you know, dive into it more because it was just there, you know, for me, you know, so, and it really, that was when I started connecting with you guys more too. So I always look back on that time as just being the time where like, I found this new version of myself. That's so cool. That like, honestly is super impressive to be able to, you know, make that decision and just follow through with it and no regrets. (laughs) Just like (laughs) balls to the wall and go for it, baby. Yeah. Whenever I make my posts about no regrets, I wonder if people think that like I actually spelled it wrong. <laughs> Not a single letter. Nope. <laughs> um, so I have a couple things to say about that. So the one thing I wanted to, the first thing I wanted to say was you said that you had a safety net. When I quit my jobs, I did not. But 
I made it that way on purpose because I could have kept my bartending job. I mean, you know what? I did keep my bartending. I quit hairdressing first and then I had my safety net of the bar and I used that for a little while. And then I, I, I didn't, that didn't align with me anymore. It was so many years and too many late nights. And I just, I was so sick of writing letters to my manager asking for time off and stuff like that. Like I just felt so trapped. So mm-hmm. I ended up quitting that because I did have the coaching job, which I was making some money, definitely not enough to support, you know, me and my husband and my life. But I knew the opportunity that like, I knew if I actually did go all in what I could make happen. So I was crazy. And that's when I quit the bartending job, no safety net. And I would, I, I'm not going to say go do that, you know, if you're in my situation, but I feel like that's the reason why I am where I am today, because I actually had to work hard. You know, I actually had to get uncomfortable every day and do things that I would never have done because I had that safety net. And so since I've done that, you know, I didn't have that safety net. I have built a really big, amazing business. For sure. And I mean, we talk about it all the time, but you know, change is going to come from inspiration or desperation. And at that point in your life, you had put your, your back against the wall to, you were desperate. Like you needed to do something else. You needed to make the coaching opportunity work because you had nothing else. And I think that kind of, I want to touch on real quick, diversifying your income is (laughs) always so smart. Like look at all of us. Lindsay doesn't just have coaching. Lindsay has coaching and her full-time, which is, you know, working in the bridal shop and doing an amazing job at the marketing there. I am doing photography. I am doing coaching. I am about to get my life coach certification. Like Haley is coaching and, you know, Patrick has his trucking company that they're both like part of that venture now. So my one thing that my parents have always taught me like yep bringing them into the podcast again (laughs) is to not have all of your eggs in one basket and that's something that is really something to like just think about for a minute because there's a chance that like things are going to fall through in one of those areas at any given moment so kind of having a backup and I'm not I'm I mean I'm not at a point where I can even say that I am like entirely financially free or comfortable yet Mm -hmm. but I know that because I have all of these opportunities that I can grow all of them and now we have this podcast too so and of course this is a passion project but we have big plans and we're not slowing down we're not stopping so you know just getting to a point where you can you can follow your heart when it comes to multiple things it doesn't have to just be the one thing yeah and I think you know we are just as human beings, we're so diverse. We have things that make us tick. We have things that we're passionate about. We have things that we don't like, you know, and sometimes you don't know you don't like something until you try it. And it's important for you to do that exploration as a person, because you, I know personally, I never want to look back and say, oh, I wish I had tried this. I wish I had done more. I wish I had taken that opportunity when it was in front of me. That's, you know, like you were saying, Haley, no regrets, but you know, that is like something that, whereas Haley kind of also marched to the beat of like, you know, I don't have a plan B 
and that's why I'm going to make this work. I am constantly striving to find my happiness and to create a life that serves me because I feel like even though I didn't have, even though I had a plan B, my driving force, and I think this comes down, it boils down to your why, which is something, you know, you probably hear people talk a lot on social media about like, what is your why? What is your reasoning? What is your root reasoning for doing what you do every day? And Haley's in that situation was, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing because like I'm surviving, right? Like I'm surviving and then I'll be thriving. And mine was, I was just like, I need to find happiness. I need to find a career that feels like I can go to it excited, leave feeling not like everything's been drained out of me. And I just prioritized that. And like, Kelsey, you prioritize like being a mom. Like, you know, let's not, let's be real. That is also another job. <laughs> All the jobs over here. <laughs> <laughs> so something that made me make the decision to move forward with this, the coaching opportunity was, okay. So like I was saying, I worked crazy hours, 19, 20 hours a day. I didn't have a second to even think, but I remember... I was doing really unhealthy things like just drinking all the time, taking like prescription pills that weren't prescribed to me, just not healthy. And somebody came in that I haven't, somebody came into the bar I haven't seen in so many years. And she was like, damn, hey, you got thick. And I was like, oh shit, thanks. I wish my sister told me that. But no, because she said that, I'm so grateful for her. I was like, what am I doing? I like, for the first time in so long, I was like, maybe I should think about my future. (laughs) So I took that night and I thought about where am I going to be in like five or 10 years and what am I going to look like and how am I going to feel? For the first time ever, I made time to look into my future. Mm. And God, I... I saw like nothing. I honestly thought that something was going to happen to me. Like I thought maybe I was going to like die in a car accident or something because I saw black, nothing. And I got so scared because I knew that everything I was doing to my body was terrible. Um, And if I kept going down this path, then terrible things were going to continue to happen to me. So that's when literally the next day I made that decision to at least start the coaching opportunity. I didn't know it was going to lead me here, but isn't that crazy what, what one decision can do for your life? Well, you also created the space and something that I think is a common thread in all of our stories is there was a moment where something changed, right? It's like there's, and this is the thing is that you're going to have these moments where life is showing you if you like close your eyes for that moment give yourself that space to reflect and think about your future your current path you're gonna see both options or you're gonna see something for yourself you're gonna see nothing for yourself it's up to you in that moment to decide if you want to listen to your gut or if you just want to wait three weeks, three months, whatever it is, until you have that moment again. Because as long as things are out of alignment in some way, what I've found in my life is life is going to keep showing me the same lesson in a bunch of different ways until I make the right choice for me. (laughs) You know, and I can keep ignoring that feeling, that gut feeling you had in the hair salon that day, Haley. You know, like, you know, you suppress that because you were like, 
it's not really convenient for me to feel this feeling right now. And this doesn't align with the path that, you know, I, I set out for myself, but it's just because it wasn't right. So life is just going to keep giving you those moments until you do choose what is authentic, which, you know, is something to just keep your eye out and be open-minded when that moment comes. Yeah. I honestly had to have too many anxiety attacks to make the final decision. That's when I was like, this is only going to get worse. So like, I don't know if you know how serious stress can be on your body. And I saw it with clients that came into the salon, like people actually losing all of their hair because of stress and crazy shit like that. And that scared me. That scared the shit out of me. And I was like, if I keep doing something that I know that I am not meant to do, this shit's just going to catch up to me. Well, I mean, also the whole like, getting physically ill and, you know, you can even d- develop diseases from stress and it sounds so mental to think about, but it's so true. And there's so much research to back that up. Like just take a gander on the internet real quick. I mean, I know you can find a lot of false stuff, but there's also a lot of truth and a lot of validity to that. So just like, we're not telling you to go quit your job tomorrow, but like maybe (laughs) (laughs) if it's like really just not making you happy in any way, shape or form. Sometimes you just have, you have to, I mean, don't blame me if you do it, honestly. Please don't. Do not come <laughs> back to us in the review section and oh say, these girls just ruined my life. Like, disclaimer, you also may be homeless after that, but no, at least you'll be happy. But like, get out of that comfort zone, you know? <laughs> but really, though, well, okay. I was going to quote our girl, Sarah Prophet again, who we will have on here soon. We swear we're going to ask her. We uh, have talked about several guests, so they will be coming up eventually. We're just trying to keep you on the edge of your seats. Uh, But she was talking about this the other day and how, you know, she was having a really hard time with like figuring out what she wanted to do and was like struggling in her life. And she kept asking, you know, she had therapists and spiritual advisors and doctors and just like all of these people that are professionals in their field and kept saying, just tell me what to do. I need you to tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. And they're like, I can't, I can't tell you what to do. You need to do it. What you, (laughs) you know? And she's like, I kept trying to figure it out. And they would say, just do what makes you happy. Just do what makes you happy. And she's like, it can't be that simple. I can't just do what makes me happy. But then once she started to do what makes her happy, her life started to unfold in such a beautiful way because she was doing what makes her happy. She was doing what helped her serve the world and the world serve her in return. Mm -hmm. So just like take a second to think about that. Like if you aren't showing up as your best self right now, then you aren't serving the world in any positive way. So how do you think that the universe is going to give back to you if you aren't able to give your best self. And sometimes it does take finding the confidence to do that, you know, and trusting in yourself and building this new relationship with yourself where where you trust that no matter what happens, like you trust whatever chapter you're going to write next. And I think that if, 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 you know, you're listening to this and you kind of relate to what we're saying, but you're like, but I could literally never do that. Or I like, you know, I, I could never leave my job. Like I can't, 
take this different path, you know, whatever it may be. I know we're talking a lot about jobs, but just know you can. It just takes opening your mind. It takes maybe doing a little soul searching, a little personal development, big readers, Kels, looking at you, girl. And, <laughs> you know, there's just, there's different ways that you can grow that confidence and also like read, read books about how to get in better touch with yourself and your thoughts and really just dig deep and lean into that feeling. Even if it doesn't mean making that drastic change, like we're describing right now, your first little change could be just like, I want to get a little bit more in tune with myself. You know, I want to, I want to carve out time every week to explore what does make me happy? Because maybe I have no idea and I literally have no hobbies. Like, welcome to adulthood. I don't know. Like, this, I guess, is my hobby now. But all throughout the quarantine, I was like, what are my hobbies? Someone tell me. But then I realized, honestly, that my life is all hobbies now that I've turned into career paths or turned into things that, you know, I make rituals in my life. And, you know, I think just giving yourself the opportunity to discover that and do that self-discovery is your first small step into like understanding what the changes you might have to make are in order to feel like how you were just describing Kelsey, like you are just so like in alignment with yourself and then you're only going to receive good things because of that. Well, not only, but a lot of good things. Like when you own a guitar for 10 years and it takes a pandemic for you to pick <laughs> can play a mean smoke on the right. water. <laughs> like, do you guys think I should start a band? Maybe that's my next business venture. No I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, you said Kelsey books, but on <laughs> but, <laughs> but books helped transform my life, you guys. Mm-hmm. And anybody that's close to me will tell you that, that I was not a reader. I was not somebody that was looking for personal growth because I didn't think I needed it. I thought that self-help books or personal development books, I thought that was for people that were like in rehab or just like losing it or and I'm not saying that that wasn't a negative way I'm just saying like that I thought you had to be at like rock bottom to read personal development books or to better yourself and I scoffed at it until I picked up my first book until I like actually found one that I was interested in and then I became obsessed it became like a positive addiction because I wanted to become a better person. I was so, so miserable before I started reading. Like, resting bitch face all day long. I did not have any other expressions. So (laughs) it is just, if that I wouldn't have done if it wasn't for coaching, because it is a vital behavior of coaching. It is a piece of coaching. But the fact that coaching allowed me to open my mind to do that I am so fucking grateful for on so many levels because it just it helped shape me into who I am today and it continues to help me become a better person and to be focused on becoming a better person instead of so worried about everything that's happening around me because that's all I ever was before I was so worried about everything that was ever happening around me I was so worried about what people thought of me and I just was so salty because of that, because I was just like so anxious about all of those things instead of worrying about like, okay, what, what's happening in here? What's happening in my heart? What's happening in my head? How can I get that right? But once you start focusing on getting those things right, then you start to make better decisions. Then you start to follow your heart and then the fucking world is yours. (laughs) 
I remember when I first quit both of those jobs, I actually moved from Massachusetts to North Carolina. And um, Patrick, my husband, was supposed to have a job. So yeah, that job fell through. So it was just me and my coaching job, which I wasn't making like hardly enough, like I said, to support me or him. That's when I really had to do the whole desperation thing, you know, no plan B. But you can still like live a happy life without having all the money. I know it sounds crazy, but like while we were struggling with money, when we first moved, we just did things that like we love to do, but were free. Like we walked on the beach, we played games, stuff like that. And because we were enjoying ourselves, that was like the most free I ever felt. I was so happy. The first time ever I wasn't on two full-time schedules. I was so happy, but probably the most poor I ever been in my life. Like for sure would not be able to afford my groceries but still the happiest I've like ever been and the most free I ever felt. And I feel like because I had that good attitude, the universe just worked in my favor. Like more people were attracted to me, more opportunities, you know, came into my life and Patrick's life. If I felt like, I feel like if we were just all salty and just like, Oh, this sucks. We're poor. Then we would just continue down that path. But because we had a good attitude about it and would still like, guys, we were so poor, but would still donate $5 to Petco when I got my dog's food. Like, because I know how, you know, the universe works in your favor when you give and it definitely worked in our favor. <laughs> I'm glad that you brought that up, Haley, because when I left my job, I went from a salaried job to literally just depending on my coaching paycheck, which I had was doing part-time up until then. And I had to, when I, when I was making my decision for my U-turn, I knew that that would happen. I knew that I, I would be making like very little money at the time. And I had to be okay with that because I told myself that if you can feel every day like how you felt on the last day of that job moving forward, knowing that your anxiety is going to be a lot lower <laughs> until the pandemic. But you know, like that you can kind of just like have this freedom. I will always say from now on, like, sure, I'm going to look at a salary of a role, but really like what is my quality of life going to look like? Because that is what, if as long as my quality of life is good, I can really do anything. You know, I feel like it's great when you love your job, but gosh, if it gives you those types of like benefits, like the mental health benefits and like physical well-being benefits because you're able to take care of yourself and enjoy every day, then you know, there's also a quote-unquote price that you can put on that too, you know, and that in it of itself is being rich in a very different way. Absolutely. I'm like uh 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 so I realized that we have two out of three of us had said salty. <laughs> I said you did, I think. <laughs> you always say that. I say it because you say it. <laughs> but I'm like, I've never so, said it before until until we started hanging out. I feel like. Oh, so maybe we need to make sure it's that say from salty to sweet, surviving to thriving. <laughs> All right. At least it we sounds have, well seasoned. <laughs> we have so many merch ideas that we need to make come to fruition. All right, y'all. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> 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 exactly.
exactly. Oh, thank you, Haley. Always, always being my beat drop whenever I need it most. <laughs> you need to pour a shot. So we should think of a question while I do. Okay. Truth or tequila shots. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Yeah. So since we talked so much today about career paths and, you know, choosing life's professions, we are going to do one question for all three of us for our truth or tequila tots. And I, we are going to, I want to know what was the job or career idea, the dream you had for yourself when you were little? Like what you wanted to be when you grew up. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like um, when I grow up, I want to be dot, 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 kick it off. Hey. Yeah. 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 So this was up. What's up? Um, <laughs> I wanted to be a rapper. I'm just kidding. Would so, not be shy. But I honestly didn't have a friggin' dream at all. I think maybe, I don't know why. Maybe because I saw my mom struggling for so long and my dad hated his job. And I was just like, what all these jobs like what the hell do I want to do I honestly didn't have a dream or anything when I was little but when I got a little bit older (laughs) not I I started watching what is that show like that modeling show with Tyra Banks America's Next Top Model I was like I want to be that it looks pretty simple you get to travel around and look pretty um I wanted to do that that's it. And I, I mean, I kind of get to do that, but yeah. um, <laughs> on my own time and I can eat all the food. So that's great. <laughs> oh my gosh. gosh. That's amazing. That's my answer. It's not great, but that's what it was. So mine is, mine's pretty funny. I and can't wait to hear. There is no shame in this, but there's like, it was pretty elaborate because Haley, I was a dreamer. Like my sister and my brother and I, when we were little, we always would like, my dad would pull out like the, you know, video camera and immediately we all had character roles and like we were all playing, you know, like we had big imaginations and my imagination was so big that- We need to see some home videos. Oh my gosh. Yes, you do. (laughs) I do. I have some clips on my phone. I can like send some after this, but um, just like some really good stuff. As a child, I wanted to work at Walmart. That was the dream. <laughs> I wanted to be a cashier at Walmart. And there is no shame in that game. There's no job too small. But that was my only dream for myself. But as a Walmart cashier, I wanted to drive a motorcycle to work. This was this was me as a child. I am so glad we're talking about this right now. <laughs> I my motorcycle to work. I wanted to work at Walmart as a cashier. And who is my husband? Elton John. <laughs> That's how big my imagination was. Elton John was willing to be my husband. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. So. That is so hilarious. Dream big. <laughs> So mine, when I was in kindergarten, I don't know if anybody else ever had this, but we had like an assembly or a, I don't know, something that the parents came to, like a little show that we put on and they had all of the kids walk up to the mic and say what they wanted to be when they grew up. So I walked up to the mic all fucking proud and I was like, you know, 
reached my little face up there <laughs> because the mic was way too tall and said, when I grow up, I want to be a waitress. And the Aww. crowd like burst out laughing. And I mean, I was like so fucking pumped for that. I was like, what? They're friendly. They're fucking like they were always so nice to me, always talked to me. To this day, you guys, I have never fulfilled my dream. <laughs> I've never served. I was a barista. Like I made coffee, but I was never a server. I was never a waitress. Oh uh, I was the most awkward waitress on earth. <laughs> I was the worst. I was the worst. I would forget to put people's orders in. Like, oh my gosh, the kitchen. Just so bad. Am I? imagining this did you ever work at the restaurant that I worked at Mm-mm. I, I am imagining that but I love that alternate universe for us I we honestly elaborate more on that <laughs> I, okay this is what I pictured I pictured you being the best hostess in all oh my gosh no yeah I was the worst I was under- I mean, you would make a fantastic hostess because you oh, no. wouldn't have to put in shit for orders you would just see you people just be pretty like- and yeah um, so what I realized with the, with the tots though, um, we're not like, how do we, t- we, we just don't take shots now. Oh yeah. Cause we all like answer the same question. Okay. I guess we can do like, I mean, full I'm like, I'm, not I'm, very upset. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if I have alcohol, I'm not going to feel well. So, <laughs> um, explain yourself, Lindsay. Explain why. Why? Yeah. Cause that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, I just drank a lot yesterday. <laughs> It was above 50 degrees, so I decided I was going to start drinking at 3 o'clock. And... Pretty hard. Yeah. Sun's um, out, alcohol's in my belly. <laughs> 100%. Sun's out, I'm going to spend way too much money on alcohol and DoorDash. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that for me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do we do now? Oh, I'm here for a shot, hey. So we I just take shots now? We just like don't shot. ask questions? We just take shots? Yeah, end it with a cheers, maybe. All Just right. like end the show. And the- no, we're doing a shot. Go ahead, hey. Cheers, baby. Cheers. I wish there could be like a virtual clink. Like I wish I had another glass next to me just to be like pretend that we were in real life together. Like, um, this was fun. This was fun. Well, I'm glad we got to chat. I feel like it's been a minute. I don't know why. Yeah, I just love us. Love you guys.